FBRK. I'm taking it back to the radio. Guys, we're back on FPRK Radio episode. Um, I'm, I'm going to just stop naming episodes, and you can just look at the beginning to see what it is. I think this is 13. It could be 12. It's probably 13. We'll say 13 because that's um, lucky. We talk about the same things every week, politics, religion, and Kanye West, uh, the three things that tear the people apart, the three things we're not supposed to talk about, the most divisive things in this country. Uh, you know, you get a job, and they're like, guys, you know, don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion, and... Keep your Kanye opinions to yourself. That's true. Uh, I'm feeling good this week. I watched that Mr. Rogers documentary last night. It's got me all inspired and feeling great about the world, so I'm excited where this conversation is going to go. Uh, today we got Mateen Stewart. Say what's up. What's up? What's up? Tell, tell us about yourself, Mateen. Uh, my name is Mateen Stewart. I am uh, a comedian uh, based in Los Angeles, but I hail from the great city of Detroit, Michigan. Is that still around? It is still around. It's, it's, it's still a place. It's still a place. It's still in the Motor City. When's your last mayor to get locked up? Uh, Kwame Kilpatrick, my frat brother from my college. No my shit? My chapter brother, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. That's what's up. He's still in jail. They're trying to free Kwame. <laughs> we want to free all these rappers. Free Kwame. He needs to be out. Uh, that's been a while since he went in. Yeah, he got, he got 38 years, man. 38? 38 years. God damn. What did the last mayor before that get? Uh, no, he's the only one that went to jail. Like just like three were indicted. I know like y'all had like three that we, were. Well, we had some city council people. Um, the city was bankrupt for a long time, but we're back. We're back. We're out to of what? bankruptcy. Oh, okay, we're out of bankruptcy. <laughs> Detroit, of... Detroit is like Austin of the Midwest now. That's that's I keep. It, it is. I tell people that a lot of people go and they expect to have a shitty time, but when you get there, it's like, oh yeah, this is a good place. I just think that the expectations are so low. That when they get there, they realize yeah, it's not as bad. Yeah, that's what I think it is. So, so everyone has a great time. Should keep those expectations low. Yeah. Because like I know people who've gotten hyped on it, and uh, they've gone out there like, no nah, man, it's gonna be this new shit, it's a new yeah. city on the ride. And they get out there and they're there for like six months and like I can't even find a place to buy food. Yeah, but they <laughs> they can. There's a Whole Foods now. Um, is there? First time there has been a chain, a national chain grocery store in the city limits was Whole Foods. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Even yeah. when I grew up, we didn't have a national chain. Uh, grocery store. We had a, a a local chain called um called um Farmer Jack, but other than that, we didn't have any. Yeah, like and then that's... We, in my neighborhood, we had a, the only black owned grocery store, Metro Foodland. So we would make sure that we went to that. Went to that place. Yeah. How, how much more was the food? It wasn't even that much more. Okay. Um, but yeah, they were they were uh, members of the church that I went to as growing up. So we made sure that we supported that. Yeah, that's what's up. Like, yeah, Detroit is where I first learned about food deserts, like, that I heard that phrase of, like, uh, like, the, like, you know, within a certain mile radius, the only thing where you could, like, buy food was, like, at a gas station. Or yeah. Like a seven or, or, or a mart, a mini mart, mm-hmm. or, um, you have those places where, um, I like forgot where. produce I, was non-existent. Yeah, well, I forgot where I was watching where they wanted to shut this place down because it kept getting robbed. So, they were, like, so much crime and murderers happening at the store that they want to shut it down. So they had to bring in... It was in Flint. Yeah. And they had to they had to bring in, like, people in the neighborhood, like, well, if you shut this place down, we're not going to have a place to buy stuff. hmm You know, yeah. Like, this is where we eat. Yeah, this like, is where we'll we... start. Yeah. yeah. This is where we get our stuff from. That's crazy. But, yeah, it was in Flint. I remember, yeah, it was in that documentary, Flint Town. 
or this place like like multiple people have got robbed and shot at this yeah. one place. And like, look. So the police were like, we're just gonna shut it down. But it's lit though. Like we need to go there. That's mm-hmm. why shit goes down there. We all need we try this is where we eat. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I, I grew up going to party stores as we called them and like they all had bulletproof they had bulletproof glass in in the taxi cabs. Um because you know you needed it. You needed it. Bulletproof glass a gas station, like at, at night sometimes, the gas stations, like the gas station, you have to talk to him from the glass. Oh, yeah, he has to run a gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, no, I'll go get you. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no, no, it just gets frustrating. He's like, do you know how high I am right now? Yeah. You're going to be running around for a minute. I need them gummy worms exactly. over there. I need some Gatorades. I need, like, exactly. I but, got you. You ain't coming in. <laughs> there's a general rule that even I follow to today is you don't get gas at night in Detroit. Um, I don't care where you are. There's some areas that are really nice. Because I grew up in a pretty nice neighborhood in Detroit, but yeah. there's still some areas that's, like, right down the street where you just don't want to go. See, I have the opposite feeling, like, for gas, and that is that, like, I don't stop and get gas in really white towns. Oh, okay. That's, like, I've done a lot of driving across, like, the country and across Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's always just, like, I've been, I've gotten, like, you know, I've gotten gas and I guess... Shitty neighborhood. I, I guess I'm feeling, I feel like in a bad neighborhood, I feel slightly more safe than I do in the boondocks. Yeah, well, I, I, I went to college in Tallahassee, Florida, and we, I would drive from Detroit to Tallahassee, and my mom would, you know, be weary, like, hey, some of these little podunk Florida towns and Georgia towns, mm-hmm. like, don't. Don't even I, stop. I'd be driving by myself, you know, don't stop by yeah. yourself, because it's just like. You it's know, like when you're driving through the desert, you got to make sure before you enter the yeah, desert, yeah, you have yeah, enough yeah, gas to yeah, get to the yeah, other yeah. side. Same yeah, thing. Yeah. Just consider that a desert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's exactly what it was. Just don't stop here. Yeah, man. Uh, so you got your uh, Malcolm X hat on and shit. Usually got that on. Yeah. Like, are are you are you a are you a radical? Did you come out of Detroit a radical? I, I mean, I wouldn't say I was a I was a, I'm a radical, but um, my parents growing up made sure that I appreciated my blackness. Okay. Um. As a whole, y'all like y'all celebrated Kwanzaa. Yeah, like we were celebrating Kwanzaa like '84, '85. Now, like, I went to a a a private school in Detroit called Nataki Taliba, where this lady and her husband started it, and they named it after their daughter who had died. So it was basically all these black kids. They they started off with like uh, one classroom, and actually Kwame Kilpatrick went to that school too. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And um, he was one of the first classes and over the years you know she just kept having this private school and it just kept growing bigger and bigger and bigger um and when i was there we had a school building um about 85 kids and then you know we got some port some portables moved up to like 100 but they were like organized from like what grade k it was k through eight okay and um and back then, you know, my parents weren't making a lot of money, but they, you know, they I was they did what they needed to do to make sure that you got the education. Yeah, and um, we actually went to Africa when I was younger, and the school would actually take a trip to Africa like every other year. Oh, y'all, like, was, y'all yeah, was like, yeah, nah, yeah, we yeah, gonna yeah. do y'all like yeah, Jewish yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's shit, exactly man. what it was. You know, they made sure that we knew everything, and you know, we, you know, they even wrote like Kwanzaa songs. <laughs> they like made it into yeah, the, like, yeah, hold yeah, on, yeah. Did Kwanzaa start in? Uh, did it get like popularized in Detroit? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure that it got popularized in. in, in it Detroit. was somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah, that um, really got it. That, I forget his name, Doctor Something. Yeah. Um, you, yeah. 
I like I listen. You should know who you are. Your school wrote songs. I should. I should. You know. know the days of Quantra. I should. Yes, I do. Yeah. I know all the all the. I know all the days. I only know the ones that I learned from the Boondocks, and that was it. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't that Harambe? Oh, Harambe is like um like a greeting. A greeting. Like you yeah. were saying, uh, uh, Harbarigani. Um, and you know it's you had uh, Umoja, uh, Kuji Chakaliga, Ujima, Ujima, Nia. Kumba and Imani. Yeah, boom. Boom. All the seven principles. <laughs> what are the principles? Just, I don't care. Uh, I literally don't care. Uh, and Google says Saba. Does he, those aren't, are those real, are those based off a real African language? Well, it's, uh, Swahili. Swahili. Is yeah. it actual Swahili? It's language? actually Swahili. Okay. Yeah. I it's thought I thought they were like, nah, we going? No, nah, it's actually Swahili. We just going to say this shit. Let me tell you. All right, so that's like, but today, I, I mean, I guess, like, everyone that comes on here, I was like, you know, we're radicals and shit, but everyone's just really a Democrat. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I feel like politically, I I, I would sway to the left, but um, I feel like if I was rich, I would be a Republican. Really? Yeah. I mean, because they benefit, everything that they, they, they're based on is based on being rich. That's how I don't understand how a poor person could be a Republican because it, it doesn't really benefit you fiscally. I mean, but, you know, they is that that's why I say it's not all just based on being rich. There's that also that piece of uh, uh, to like one part like white supremacy to it. Like, yeah, but that's but, not essentially that's not. But I've listened to white dudes who don't have that much money and because of that like idea that they are like they consider themselves to be a part of that because they see most of the wealth concentrated in people that look like them. Mm-hmm. That when they're speaking, they're like, "Why should I have to give up my money?" And yeah. I'm like, "You don't have you money, don't have bro. Money. Like, yeah. what are you talking about?" I don't understand poor Republicans, man. I, I mean, fiscally, I would be conservative. Um, what does that mean? Like, you're not you're not for helping people, or no? I mean, it, it would be a thing where. I wouldn't want to be as taxed as much. <laughs> well, no one wants to be as taxed. Exactly. No one but wants to be taxed as exactly, much. Exactly. But that's and that's I, the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. I mean, the the rich should be taxed at a higher percentage, then. But then there's like, well, I've I've earned I this mean, money. I mean, I am one of I'm one of the people that is a firm believer of, uh, that income tax is robbery. I think income tax is complete robbery. Yeah. If you want to tax me for services, tax me individually for services like you know what i mean yeah. if you're like all right i'm buying a product there's a tax on that uh, you know i'm using your schools i'm using your roads i'm getting gas tax all that shit but what i make yeah let me have it yeah you um, don't like get your fucking hand out of my pocket i i am a big fan of uh, the late great patrice O'Neill, god rest his soul and to me he had the most brilliant idea for reparations is that black people don't have to pay taxes yeah like that it's a game changer. Yeah, but that the, would a, that would change yeah. everything. I always said we should um that they should have just given us the entire Southwest. Ah. That could have worked too. Yeah, like listen, you we listen, give us the forty acres, uh, and then you know we don't need the mules. And yeah. then, like just give us the Southwest. If they would have did that in the beginning, we would have been cool. Give black people California. Yeah. And turn this bitch up. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, they gave the Native, the Native Americans reservations and shit, but they're still fucked from that. But like, I feel like if I didn't have, yeah, if I, if I didn't have to pay taxes, that'd be, that'd be life changing. Yeah, yeah it'd, be, it'd be real good. Yeah. 
I I take that. that I actually wouldn't take that. Because then, then I still got to, uh, like, I'm still of the same opinion that income tax is theft, and I'm just being like, exempt me from theft. Like, yeah, just yeah, don't yeah, rob yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. But yeah. then I'm like, I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to get to, like, a better place for all of us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm not just, not just fighting for black people, man. Yeah. I'm fighting for the whole world. Yeah. I, I, I understand that completely. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm like, have you been paying attention to all this latest election stuff and the recount? Yeah, I was I was very invested uh, in the Florida. I went to college in Florida. I went to Florida and University in Tallahassee, Florida. Um, I was there when uh, they had the, the original recount uh, in Tallahassee yeah. and all that stuff was going down like like literally miles and uh, like blocks away from where I live. Yeah. And we even had like uh, like reporters that needed places to stay. They're trying to find because the recount was happening the same week as the Florida Florida State game, so hotels were, had already been booked by yeah. Florida Florida State people, uh-huh. so they had to kick all the reporters out. So there were reporters and like people that had to find yeah. places to stay. Like so I they know were, the nations on the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they, but they were like trying to scramble and and rent apartments. This is pre Airbnb, um, but yeah. So uh, the guy that was running for governor, Andrew Gillum. He was yeah. actually my student body president when I was in college. Are you connected like yeah, to all he, black yeah, politicians? He, when, when yeah, I got a I got a frat brother that's also the mayor of St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, when did you first meet Barack Obama? Uh, I haven't. I've never okay. met Barack. Only the highest I got to meet is somebody. I met Al Gore at the NWSA, uh NAACP Freedom oh, Fund man. dinner. Yeah, I'm ninety percent positive I smoked a cigarette with Barack Obama in like two thousand, two thousand one. Okay, I think two thousand. <laughs> no, two thousand two. Okay, that was pre his speech. Yeah, pre his speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a, um, it was a, it was in Philly. It was a black, like a black uh, grad school conference. Uh huh. And we all like, you know, young black professionals yeah, yeah, being yeah, there yeah. to find out about grad school, and they had like different senators and stuff there. And it was a uh, Shaka Patah, who I think he's in jail now. Yeah. Who was a uh, like a councilman or some shit in Philly, and um, there's a bunch of young senators. I'm pretty sure one of them dudes was Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Not positive. <laughs> I gotta go back and check it, but I'm pretty sure he's. You know, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. You smoke. I know smart niggas over here. We all smoke yeah, cigarettes. Yeah, out yeah, here. yeah, yeah. What you smoking? Newport, 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 yeah. tight. <laughs> yeah, I I remember seeing him in 2004. Like, yeah, that guy. Um, I was talking to my friend. And like, yeah, that guy could be president. You know, he just had that. Yeah. That that glow about him, and I feel that same way about Andrew. How. Um, but even, he lost, didn't he? He did. He yeah. he lost. Um, but I mean, what are you supposed to be president of? No, he can. <laughs> no, yeah, no, he can go again. He was our student body president. And he was always, he was always that guy. Like you, when you see him, oh, this guy's gonna be a leader somewhere. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, he won city commissioner at a young age. He was the youngest city commissioner in Tallahassee. Then he became mayor of Tallahassee, and then he, I mean, he, it was a long shot for him to even get that nomination. Yeah. The fact that he got the nomination is crazy, and then you know he he barely lost. In a state that's historically the worst state ever, when it comes to a lot, a lot of racial issues. That's true. Um, um, but you know that L is that L, right? The I mean, L is the, the loss L. Is a loss. The L is the L. Yeah. But um, talk one day about how close this. What was his name again? Uh, <laughs> exactly. He'll be back though. Um, All right. I feel like he'll he'll be back once DeSantis F's Florida for another fucking four years. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's like do we do do we have enough, that much time for anything right now? I don't know, man. I mean, politically, I mean, it was a good Tuesday for most places. Uh, the, the no, ho- it wasn't. The house became blue. 
Yeah, the house became blue. Yanni was like, the blue wave, they coming. No, America's the, upset. I, I didn't we don't the, love Trump. We're going to show no, Trump. the blue wave wasn't that. that Unimpressive. Yeah, it, it was low tide. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't It wasn't that uh, that powerful. I mean, the Senate's still red. Um, but locally, things, a lot of things changed. Orange County became blue for the first time, which did never it? happened. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so some things did flip. Um but I, I just like to see people invested in voting and, and getting out there. I mean, there still is. You one of those? I am one yeah. of those, man. I am. And, you know, I I know some brothers that like, oh, no, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, I, I, I come from a place where I know a bit of the history and, and you know, that. You try to say we don't know history when we talk about that shit. No, no, we no, talk no. that I, shit, we know history. I know, I know. I mean, dude, you're 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 a person that knows history, yeah. but there's people that just speak recklessly. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, just yeah. reckless yeah. abandonment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even. I do not to like. I'm like, I don't even want to have my message mixed up with yours. Like, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying what he's saying, but we're not yeah. saying the same yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, and and I can see certain points of view, um, but I do. I do appreciate the right to vote and, and make a choice. And uh, the right to vote, for sure. My civil duty. I mean, they made it so hard for black people to vote. A lot of I, I did get into it with this lady, um, a white lady, and she was saying that she's like, well, at least you know, black men got the vote before white women. And but I'm like, listen, lady, you don't know how the world works. I said, no, it wasn't until 1965 where it became a federal law. Before then. It was it was legal for 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 men to vote, black men to vote, but the states could still st- stop you from voting. You know, and have you heard of the voters tax that people right. had to pay money to vote or, or test? Yeah, or to test uh, to these people that can't read and the I, grandfather clause. And I had a, a a white woman, a lovely white woman, a good friend of mine. And like it didn't really have anything to do with the conversation, but I was like talking about like the the. The black right to vote that came out. She's like, "Yeah, what you guys had before women." And yeah. I'm like, "Why are you? Why are you? Why are you squaring up on me about yeah, this?" For no reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, like, can't we all just have been, uh, you know, oppressed upon? Yeah. And like, like, I, 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 you know, I really don't like the game of like who's who struggle more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, yeah, I got into it with a Jewish lady the other day about that, about the struggle. Like, you know, she try always try to be bring up the Holocaust, and I'm like. This is not a contest. Like, yeah, like yeah. why are you making a, a contest? I can just tell mine, and then you tell, it can't be like, well, the Holocaust, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, women did this. And, man, I had a white guy the other day say, the biggest the biggest beneficiary of white supremacy is white women. And I was like, no, nigga, it's y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they might have they they trailed off that mm-hmm. a little bit, but it's still y'all. Like, yeah. Everyone's trying to catch, cash in on the suffering somehow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Chappelle put it great where he was like, a lot of times white women... You know, they were in on the heights, but they just not happy oh, yeah. with their cut. Yeah. And I tell a lot of white fem- feminists, um, you know, they get a bad rap for some things and they don't really appreciate the other things. And I tell them, like, listen, you got to understand when it comes to that, you know, you could be on the same page of a with a black woman, but you guys are in two completely different books. Right. Like, so, I mean, we on the same page, but two books, they're two different sub, two books, you know? Yeah, uh, so it's not really the same at uh, all, you yeah. know? Like, we're both on page 34. Yeah, yeah but but, but this, we're, this, this book is different. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and I feel like they have to they have to realize that. And I mean, I think we all can do a better job at that, like, all around, though, uh, in that is um, kind of being able to look at our own struggles and instead of like put it up against somebody's like use it to relate to theirs mm-hmm. you know what i mean like 
uh, like I try to understand everything as much as I can about the women's rights movement yeah. through our movement, right? Yeah. Like, like I can't, I can never fully comprehend what exactly what you're going through because I'm not you, mm-hmm. but I can understand what I'm going through and kind of trying to draw parallels and, and like use them to better understand what we've gone through yeah. rather than to be like, well, what we went through was different by this. Like, nah, but what we through is this. Yeah, I, I get into it a lot, man. I mean, with my comedy, it's, it's, it's very, some people consider it TED talky or controversial or... Or you know, hate speech. Some I called it that. I'm like, no, I don't hate anybody. But I had a a gay guy, you know, try to tell me that the gay rights movement is the same as a civil rights movement. And I was like, man, I I can understand what you, what you see, but I said, you know, someone can look at you and not tell right. that you're gay. You know, you never had to drink out of gay water water fountains. Right. I know they would be fabulous, but you never had to but, drink out of them. And I tell them, I tell people this all the time, like, listen, my mother is 64 years old, and she had to drink out of a black-only water fountain. Yeah. No, She's not and, 100. And, and there are so many ways that I, uh, I, and I do this too, I'm not saying I don't, like, I do this all the time, like, there are so many ways that the black experience in America is different than every other experience thing that everyone's yeah. going through, right, um, that's very specific to America, but I would also argue that the women's rights movement, the blacks' rights movement, the gay rights movement, the trans rights movement, the disabled rights movement, they're literally all part of the civil rights movement. Yeah, they're all like civil the, rights. And, and like my biggest issue with this whole country and like the idea of like continuing to support it is that most of it, the goodness of it, is defined by us winning back rights from them that they originally restricted yeah. from us. Like, that is the definitive goodness of America. It's like, mm-hmm. what about the civil rights moon, the great stuff we did then? Like, no, you just gave us shit that you took away yeah, from us. That we did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you told us we couldn't do it, and finally you were like, okay. okay. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm supposed to get behind it's not, a, it's not a bonus, because yeah. we already started in a hole. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why, like, we didn't, we didn't get up. We just got even, kind of. Mm-hmm. Not really. We're still fighting for it. Yeah, like, I don't... It's, don't quite get I mean, it. it's still a lot of prejudices out there. It's still, you know, and I try to, I try to be as open-minded to a lot of things as possible. Um, when it comes to just people that are different than me, and I mean, I learned that a while ago being being in the theater and acting as a kid, like you, you know, and dancing and ballet and like different kinds of people and. You know, taking ballet classes and my friends calling me gay and like, yeah. And in my mind, like, oh well, all these people are calling me gay, so I must, I got, I must be gay. Yeah, you know, like, uh-huh. and it's like, no, that's not how it works. You know, <laughs> that's not, that's yeah. not how things work. But, um, you know, and this guy, he's, you know, I was like, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're, you have, you have a struggle, and you're, you're, you're a gay man. But imagine being a black gay man or, right. or a black lesbian, you uh-huh. know, and dealing with things and how you know taboo it is. And my and my and in black families, I think the black family has has caused a lot of the, the church mostly of people just like hating themselves, which is so for wild being. to me. Yeah, like you step into the church, it ain't hard to pick out like no, the, the, the black church, the like choir it, director, <laughs> up there just just floating across stage. Floating, <laughs> and like, and we the homosexuality is a yeah, sin. It's and I'm abomination. Like, Nigga, the, the homosexuality's got this place cracking right yeah, now. Like, yeah. the whole church yeah. jumping. We're all trying to get on his vibe right now. Yeah. at the fucking thing. 
Yeah, so I, you were I, raised in the church. I, I mean, yeah, I, my mother made sure that we had to, we had to go to church, and and she's you know from the south and uh, grew up in the south, but from Detroit, um, so we had to go to church on Sundays, and the church that we were going to was so boring. I, I hated it. It was just so boring. I'm just over the witness. I yeah. Get it. yeah. And so I was like, I can't. I don't want to go. And she goes, well, you have to go to church, but if you don't want to go to this church, you have to find a church to go to. Okay. And so at 14, I was like, well, there's a church on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so I Proximity. Yeah, yeah. And so it was, it was three blocks away, and I walked to it. And when I walked in there, it was like, oh, wow, this is, this is different. Mm-hmm. Because the pastor was this young pastor. He was uh, president of NAACP. Yeah. You know, so his, his, his words and his voice was different than, you know, this other old man that's he just, had, just... He had that tenor Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, so he just... You know, this other old dude that's just uh, Reverend Cleveland who's just reading from the Bible and, like, doing mm-hmm. the... You know, this young guy, Reverend Anthony, was just like... I was just... You know, I was like, I can see how people are, like, yeah. focusing mm-hmm. and paying attention to this guy. So um, I ended up joining the church. And, yeah, it became the church, and I liked it. And then my family ended up following behind yeah, me. because you were coming back like, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what y'all doing on mm-hmm. Sunday? Lit exactly, exactly. He got the word. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He got it. He's doing it. And so they joined, and then they still they still attend the church. I to this day, my, my parents still go. Um, so, yeah, I did that. And then, you know, going through college and, you know, still having that mindset of, you know, this is what it is. But, I mean, later in life, just starting to be more, realistic to things in my in my own world and like you know feeling like you know I can't really take this person it's like it's just all word of mouth it's like the mm-hmm. telephone game you know yeah and I and I just and there's I'm not saying that the bible is bad or and I got into this argument with some people and you know they say you don't bring up religion and this guy was very passionate about being a Christian and and I go what if you're wrong yeah, and then he looked me dead in my eye with a tear in his face. He goes, "But what if I'm right?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was like, "Okay, well, I guess you know." I mean, you. you I mean, you have, and and I think I feel like religion is needed in the world. I mean, even though religion is the cause for most wars and death, I it's the cover. It's it's the cover and or cause. Yeah. Like there's there's resources yeah. and religion. Those mm-hmm. are like the two yeah. things, and like occasionally. A fight over a woman. Yeah. But, like, those are, like, the three the three big things mm-hmm. um, is, like, religion and can we can we get some reason? What yeah, y'all got exactly. over there, though? Yeah, you got, you got some, some oil, oil gold, some, some diamonds? Spices. Yeah, what you got? <laughs> some spices. But, yeah, I mean, I, at this point in my life, religion is not a big part of my life. And and, and if, if anyone wants to say define what you are, I'm as agnostic as agnostic could be. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm, I don't have the wherewithal or... or or the ego to be like, I know exactly what it is because I don't. Oh no! Yeah. And I feel like people that do just aren't open to the possibilities of what the world is. You know, right? So I mean, my I, one of my bigger issues with like religion currently is I'm like it's just so limiting. Like, it's yeah. so, have you like learned all of this that's going on out here? Mm-hmm. Like, I can get with a wild fantastical story about what's happening in the world, but it's got to be bigger than this. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's got to go deeper than this earth right here. Yeah. I need a story that like is fucking deep like, yeah, yeah. And, I, and i love i love learning about new religions um i went to utah and i for a while i became fascinated with the mormon church and all their their they're doing del- delvings and what they do um you know watching book of mormon the musical and just like learning everything like oh my god this this shit is intense and these people 
believe this shit. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's it's wild, man. And I was in Salt Lake City, and you know, I toured the the campus of, of it. It was like wow. What uh, Brigham Young? Uh, no, it was um, the Mormon campus. The Mormon temple. The the whole campus downtown Salt Lake City. So there's this whole the center where it all starts. Okay. And you can't go into church, but you can tour the campus. And they had these two young ladies, probably one from like middle America, then some girl from a third world country, and they're on their mission. And they take you around and they, you know, and then they, they're pretty much trying to convince you yeah. to become a Mormon. Oh, no, I fucked with the, uh, the, the, the kids when they come around, you know, the missionaries. And yeah, all yeah, 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 the boys. Oh, yeah. I, I invited them back all the time. I had two. They would come through. Yeah. Um, I was a really bad influence on them. I think I was getting one and the other one I wasn't. Okay. Like, I was, because they would, like, get there. I had them back for, like, you know, like every week for, like, maybe, like, a month or so. Uh-huh. Um, and I would do their assignment. They would give me, like, their reading yeah. assignments and shit. And uh, and I would like read it and like come back and be like, all right, check it out. Here's my issue with this, right? And I like break it down. But like when they walked in first, the first thing I'd always do is I would like break down what's going on in the news to them because uh-huh. they're not allowed any outside yeah. shit, right? So I'm like, oh, did you hear about this? And I'd be telling them about different Mormon celebrities. Uh-huh. I'm like, yo, you know this dude Cascade? Like he got paid like fourteen million dollars last year to be a DJ, Mormon kid. Yeah, bro, they're like, well, really? Uh-huh. Like you know about Andy Reid, football coach, you do Mormon, and they're like, really? And I'm like, where you guys staying? Have y'all been to the beach yet? They'd be like, nah. You need to get yourself out to the beach, like, dude. You a good looking dude. Y'all living in California for free? Like, and like they, one kid was like, you can see his eyes open like yeah. every time. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah, one yeah. was just like, this nigga, Satan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had a moment when we were um. When we were on tour doing a well-spoken comedy tour, it was me, uh, Mike Wright, and Gavin Yates, and we were on the road, and we were, we were doing all these shows promoting ourselves. So we would just like meet different people, and we ran across these Mormon girls. And I had just been to Utah, so I knew a little bit. So I had asked them to have a book of Mormon because I lost mine, and they were like, "Really?" Like they were yeah. like all, like fuzzy, like what's going on? Like why are these black guys talking to us? They were like, "Well, we're comedians. You guys want to come to our show?" Um, you want to come to our show? And they were like, where's your show? I'm like, well, we have a show at this bookstore later. If you guys want to come, you know, we'll, we'll be clean. We'll perform clean. Right. And they're like, okay, we'll try uh, to come. And, and we have a curfew. What time is it related? It's at 7. So we didn't think they were going to come. So we prepared our, to get drunk. Like, we had made it our point to get drunk that day and perform drunk. And lo and behold, who comes? Those fucking two little bright-eyed Mormon girls, and yeah. when I'm just drunk, and I'm like, oh, you guys came? They're like, yeah, we told you we were going to come. So I started talking to one, and one's 19, and the other one, she said she was 24. Yeah. And so knowing a bit, I'm like, wow, you're 24. Like, that's kind of old. And yeah. I go, what was his name? And then she goes, what was their names? And I was like, ah, okay. Oh, yeah, she got deep <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah. She got sister-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, what was their names? So it means, like, but I feel like there was a, there was a few boys that, she was like into and like left the church and then came back. Um, oh. Yeah, so we got drunk yeah. and we ended up performing. They stayed the whole time, and it turns out that they were they were end up being late to curfew. Yeah, and I was telling we were talking and we're like, yeah, man, I can't even imagine being those girls because they'd be like, hey, we met these three black comedians. <laughs> we went to a comedy show in a bookstore, and my friend goes, yeah, they could be like, don't you know niggas can't read? <laughs> <laughs> And just like strike them down for long. <laughs> That's it. I waited. I waited a solid into the group with the kids. Like it was the third or fourth time that they came. And I asked them all these like good questions. Had yeah. them all ready and you know different things were going to explain. I was like, so what's up with the black people though? <laughs> oh, I asked that too. Yeah. 
And and they go, the girl goes, when I was when I was there, she told me, she goes, Well, um, we we let the colored people in. And I'm like, whoa, 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 colored people. She says, yeah, well, we, we were being persecuted against, and we didn't want any extra, so we, like, pretended that we didn't want them in there. So that's the only reason. We was cool. We just wrote that racist yeah, shit in the yeah, book. Yeah, uh, because we didn't want to get persecuted. But it, it was, wasn't until 1978, mm-hmm. and um, the U.S. government was going to take away their their taxism status. Yeah. And then the, the prophet was like, wait a minute, let's, let's let these Negroids uh-huh. in, you know? Yeah. There's 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 a prom, uh, Gladys Knight is a black Mormon. No, she's not. Yes, Gladys she is. Mormon? Gladys Knight is a Mormon. Get out of here. Yeah, I swear to God. Swear to Mormon God. Yeah. Swear to John Gladys, Smith. Gladys Knight. Yeah, that that yeah, I like those kids. Though. They were good. I didn't have them doing no work in my house though, because oh, yeah. they do shit. They will do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. if you ask. Uh huh. Yeah. I was like, oh well, y'all clean. Yeah. They was like, yeah, man, just kind of just tell us when to come back. I was like, cool. And they cleaned once, and I was gonna have them paint. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, I really want to do an accent wall in here. <laughs> and they were like, I mean, yeah, I guess. And yeah. I was like, tight. Yeah, yeah y'all no, said y'all was going to do work. Come yeah. do work. They come to do work for yeah, the Lord. Yeah, but I didn't have them do work before they left. I wanted to be a worse influence Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of weird stories um, about Mormons trying to get away from, like, like loopholes. Like, it was they would go to Vegas and all get married and then come back and get the, wed- the, the, the wedding annulled. Oh, so they can fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, I've heard urban legends about Mormon people not believing in premarital sex, but they'll do this thing where they they do call soaking. Yeah. Oh, is that the butt? No, soaking oh. is just like you just put your dick in a girl and you just let it soak. <laughs> soaking, no stroking. Like you just let it, you just put it in. Like these are like urban legends that I heard. I mean, it's more or less like I mean, that's kind of like tantric. So yeah. you know, they're getting onto something, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, kids are wild. I think like I like I like the weird religions though, because um, I think it's easier. Like uh, I I you know I really I, I I do struggle with this thing. I I don't quite in my I I understand how people believe religion. I, mm-hmm. Like I yeah, it gives you hope as a psychological thing, but I really don't understand how people believe like i really my mind really still even i know everything about like the psychological aspects of it and being put into them since birth people needing an answer people needing hope like destroy like grabbing onto anything but i really don't quite grasp how people's minds will connect to something with and like and i understand that like i have a a lot of education Mm -hmm. shit and i've read a lot of fucking science books and stuff and i got shelves like you know if you go in my house it's like there's Books on philosophy, books on religion, books on quantum physics, yeah. books, you know, I got all the shits. And, like, so I'm like, I know it's different than that, but I still can't wrap my mind around it. And, like, to the point that, you know, people are willing to die for it. Yeah. And so that's why I like to really go to newer religions mm-hmm. to kind of try to see the earlier effects of how How's you are. Ha- yeah, how yeah, you're developing you, your mind. Exactly. Scientology's new, Book of Mormon. Mormonism is fairly new. Yeah, like when the science, did you see uh, Going Clear, is that what it was called, the Scientology movie? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and when that came out, and like people were like, this is crazy. Do you know what these Scientologists are doing? They've, they've killed people, and they're brainwashing them. we got to do something. And unless you were like a hardcore agnostic, I was yeah. like, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. Like, I'm like, are you, you went to church on Sunday. What yeah. do you mean you're not if, against, the, yeah. If you, if, you read, if you really read the Bible and all the crazy shit that happened 
in the Bible, like, it's just, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's, and, it's, it's just as crazy as any aliens new text and planets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so I am like, and, and if you, if you want to talk about like, oh, there's a few women got killed and like in Scientology, I'm like, yo, check y'all numbers, fam. <laughs> check your numbers over the years. You're in the hundreds of millions. Yeah. Like if you're a part of one of the big three. How many, how many Christians killed? Like, we just killed a bunch of women because they thought they were witches. Just, <laughs> and just were like, oh, our bad. Yeah. <laughs> we were wrong there. Keep true. We're, we're right still. <laughs> we fucked up there. Yeah. Sorry about your mom. Well, Sorry yeah, about your grandma. Yeah. yeah, it's just a, it's just unbelievable shit, man. Like, yeah, the dinosaurs. I get into that about everybody, a lot of Christians. Yeah. And, like, how do you explain the dinosaurs? And then friends are like, oh, well, they made that shit up. And, like... It's like okay, but you're gonna believe a paper that was translated by an English guy? <laughs> there, there, there's a different version. Like yeah. you are, like what Bible do you read? And I go this version. I'm like, you don't see the problem with you having an Ditch. answer to what version yeah, of the yeah, truth yeah, you yeah, have? Yeah, yeah. How do you have various versions of the truth yeah. that you know books are missing from yeah. that you don't include in that? Like, and he just disappears. Like, so, so, so we see this dude's born, then we hear from him. Again, when he's 13. And then we don't hear from him again until he's 33. And then where he been at? He's supposed to be coming back. Yeah. Where he at? Yeah. Where he at, though? Yeah. It's like, if he came back three days later. Yeah, why is he taking 2,000 years? He's probably back. We fucked with him. He lives on Skid Row. I see him all the time. It's just some homeless nigga outside just being like, I'm Jesus. Like, shut up. (laughs) Shut up, homeless nigga. Get a job. (laughs) That's exactly, that's exactly what it is, man. Jesus is shitting on corners yeah, right now, just being like, "Why well, believes me?" Keep trying to give him the word. I know. I always say, "God bless." <laughs> and they're showing no generosity while they walk into church, step over me, and go in there. And that's why I, I, my biggest thing is that with with a lot of religions and is I, if I was to be anything, I I think I would be Muslim because I feel like Islam. The teachings of Islam is, a, is comes from a lot more pure place, holistically than what we see. And all I can say is, me being a black man with with the Muslim name, mm-hmm. Mateen is a very Muslim name, yeah, Arabic name. Like I've had more Muslim people reach out and do helpful things for me, and and give me things just because black Muslim people are helpful as fuck to yeah, other black yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, you know, just like. You know, Uber drivers or like, you know, or, or just just guys helping you out. Like, oh, your name's Mateen and you know what it means. And like, they're very, very loving and, and helpful and, and things like that. But, you know, I, I haven't really had that from any other religion. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I am very well versed in most of the, the ones that that we care we I want to say we care about yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know for lack of a better better the big term guys. yeah the big guys Ju- Judaism Christianity and Islam those I've, are the- I've, I've kind of gotten into all of them yeah um I like Buddhism a lot I think yeah. Buddhists are tight um I want to start a cult um <laughs> that's what I'd really like to do I think that's why I like to study the small ones I mean I d- I really would like to start a cult like I want to, like, you know, I want to start a new civilization, mm-hmm. and what else do you call that but a cult? A cult is a cult, yeah. Uh, I'm a charismatic leader, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll, there'll probably be a lot of nudity and shit yeah. and drugs and... um, Like the Rosh, Roshnis? 
Nah, man, that guy, that guy, uh, Bhagwan. Yeah. Osho. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. Didn't know anything about him. Not getting to some, like, you know, wild spiritual shit. Yeah. You know, I'll go read them books and all that stuff. And someone gave me Osho's book. I think it was called The Book of Understanding. Uh-huh. A gang of years ago. And I read, like, eight chapters of it. Like, I'd, like, sat down. And I was, like, burning through yeah. it. Because my mom was like, this is so good. You have to read this. This guy's brilliant. And I got, like, through a bunch of chapters. And I, like, called her up. I was like... Yo, this nigga's a fraud. I was like, I, this is a charlatan. Like, I can tell you a false prophet yeah. when I read one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a false prophet. Like, even, like, reading, like, I have where I had my dog ate it because she ate all my good books. Yeah. I had, like, this this great book, like, all my, like, good philosophy uh-huh. books and some old books. And I had the book of, uh, it's called the uh, the Jefferson Bible, uh-huh. which is the... The Bible, the New New Testament with all miracles stripped away. Okay. So it's just Jesus being a good person. Okay. It's basically it, you know? Yeah. And it is it is uh, compelling. Like, yeah. you're like, everything that he's saying is good things. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. with Jesus, I'm like, Jesus was a decent dude if you take out all the other bullshit. Like, I believe in what he's saying. He's Turning water into wine. And yeah, you don't need him walking on water, yeah. turning wine, healing the blind. Like, he can just walk through and be like, yo, get the money changers out of the temple. This doesn't have to do with, like, purity and, yeah. like... You know, uh, treat your neighbors how you want it to be treated. Just being a no. solid guy. Just being a solid dude is all yeah. Jesus was. Uh, that book, the book is real thin. Yeah. It's a thin ass book, um, and it took me fucking six months to get. Uh, early days of Amazon, they delivered it to me on. I ordered it in the summer, and I got it on Christmas Eve. Oh wow! And I was like, y'all, y'all funny. Y'all got big jokes. Deliver the Jesus book then. Um, but like for that, I'm like, you know, for Jesus always, I've been like as much doubt as I've had about religion or even the existence of Jesus or the divinity of Jesus. I'm like, the basis of what he's saying is what it is. Right. Um, And I felt like that about a lot of things. I'm like, oh, no, there is truth to this. I don't believe the miracles of it, but I do believe the truth in it. The principles. Right. Um, Bhagwan, I was like, Oh no, he's uh, trying to get y'all's money. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all he was doing. Yeah, that it was it, like in his. I feel the same way about the secret when I read the secret yeah. and everyone lost their minds over this, and I was like, he's, y'all niggas getting swindled. Yeah, he's trying to sell books. Yeah, he's selling books, man. It's obvious in there. He's in there. Like no religious book it has a, a a a chapter on it about how to get the BMW that you want. Yeah, it was like if you want that BMW, you got to visualize that BMW. Yeah. I was like, what? This ain't no. This yeah, ain't what yeah, it's yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And like, he's like, like a rapper. He's like a rapper. That's he's like. He's I'm like, gonna teach you like how to get man. the life you want. Put that mansion on. A, I'm like, nah, man. Yeah. This ain't. If yeah. Jesus came back, these niggas would be fighting. Jesus yeah. would kick him out of the yeah. temple. Is where he would go, and like half these people were like, "Yeah, we're Christians." I'm like, uh, uh, uh. "I don't, I don't believe half Christians. Most Christians." Yeah, me either. Um, I, I don't believe that most Christians are Christians. No, they're not because yeah. they don't, they don't live the principles. Yeah, like I've had conversations with Christians, and I'm like, uh, I, I believe this more than you do. Like, yeah, I, yeah I'm trying to love everybody, treat others like they yeah. want to be treated. Like you know, like when my guy, when my guy came out with his very Jesus-like message. Of love everybody yeah. and try to love everybody, and then when he tried to put it into practice and love everybody, he was like, "Fuck you! You don't love everybody." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are we talking about Kanye? Of course, we're talking yeah. about Kanye, man. What, yeah. what else are we, you know, what I mean, here for? Uh, but I, I, I felt that was a big part of what he was doing. Um, that was like really badly like misunderstood, but like also ex- expositive of what 
we actually like do and feel like we don't actually believe like we always want to be like no everyone needs rights and everyone should be treated good and everyone deserves fairness and everyone deserves tolerance and i'm not saying i love donald trump and he should get like this or anyone should get this just like but he had the he had i don't he had the president's ear though like what i what i was trying to explain to people was like how many people could get to go into the oval office and just talk to the president. He like, talked some shit in there. Yeah. He, he talked some shit yeah, in there. Yeah, he did. And and like like what Pat was saying, like, y'all, everyone complaining, like Kanye the only motherfucker that got Trump to shut up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, Donald Trump didn't say nothing. He was like, all right. <laughs> uh, you heard Kanye. <laughs> and some good things happened from that. I mean, interaction and, and, and what it for what it's worth. And you know, like I think the discourse that was had over the last few months um, was positive more than yeah. anything. I can't. I really, and I've I've been talking to a lot of people about this, um, and because they're like, "Nah, he's got to fix the damage that he's none done." And I'm like, "I need you to point to the damage." That yeah, what damage did he do? Like, I'm like, I want you to either one find me the black person that said I was voting Democrat. Before Kanye West told me to vote for Donald Trump, and now I will be voting for Donald Trump in two years because he didn't get out and campaign for him. No. He didn't say anything before the election. He didn't say shit before the election. Uh -uh. He waited until well after the election to be like, I kind of fuck with this dude, and sh took it back and shut up about it right before the midterms. Yeah. And I'm like, so you haven't shown me anyone that's gotten swayed. You might be showing me white people that say, oh, he, they're validating themselves. I'm like, but they were still on that side anyway. Yeah, so Kanye he, ain't not changing any of the white voters either. Yeah, there was literally nobody's mind that Kanye West changed no. to be like, I fuck with Trump now, except for, like, maybe some idiot, like, the, the, maybe the kids that, like, voted for Harambe, mm. like, the same, that yeah, same yeah, type yeah, of yeah, yeah. demographic that just thinks it's all goofy yeah. and stupid, and like, oh, Kanye did it, where's my MAGA hat? Yeah, like, yeah, they wanted yeah. to go do it. Them niggas is dumb anyway. Yeah, I I just don't get it. I mean, as as idiotic as Trump is and all the things that 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 he he encompasses. I mean, he he's a president of the United States. You know, he's he doesn't really know what he's doing. Um, but we got to deal with him. I I just hate when people say he's not my president. If you live in America and you're a U.S. citizen, he's your president. He's not my president, but <laughs> he's your president. I mean, I mean, I've been saying that. I've been saying that for years. I've been like, Barack Obama's not my president. Like nobody's my president. I don't have you. a fucking okay. president. Yeah, like, that's, so that's you. But you're right. That's me. It's not on some like I'm an American. Yeah, I yeah. buy this whole system, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's not. I'm like, no, he's your president. This is the shit. This this yeah. is the John you say works. So he's your president. Yeah. Yeah, I I I feel like for me, Kanye's music has always been something that I I've enjoyed. And you know, holistically as a musician, he's he's brilliant. Mm -hmm. you know, he's he's brilliant. And you know, I got into an argument like two Thanksgivings ago with this guy, and I brought it up at dinner. And of course, everyone tried to jump down my throat and yeah. try to say I, I he's not brilliant. And I'm like, you have you listened to Eight Away and Heartbreaks? Like, have you, like, have and you that's my least heard? favorite album. And I know, I'm still but like, have you heard like what he did musically though? Musically, as far as like the things that he was doing with his voice and, and like, what it allowed people to do afterwards. I yeah. think he influenced so many artists that came after yeah. him. Like the game's not the game without him. Exactly. And and for me, I mean, I I've seen him in concert and. When I, when I, as a performer, not even only doing comedy, but as an actor and as a dancer and all these things that I've done in my life, like, I like to see a guy give it his all. Like, yeah. you can know, like, whenever he's going, 
he's not mailing it in. Right. No, like no. It's, he's never mailing it in. And I never feel like, like you always want somebody to be like, hey, this is the first time that this guy's doing this yeah. for me. Uh-huh. You know, and I never felt like all the times that I've seen him where even it's like the the first show or last show of a tour, he's always doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's all in. And it's hard doing that as a rapper, especially to be in a situation when it's just you mm-hmm. on stage. And it's just him, usually. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of rappers, you know, they get off with like... It's like 30 six. hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say that about Lil Wayne, too. I've seen his concert where it's just him on stage with a, with a DJ and a drummer. Mm-hmm. And... And like I said, Kanye is always going to make great music. Always. Yeah, and I and I people are like, oh, Kanye's overrated. I happen to think Kanye's underrated. I I like I actually do believe that the dude is underrated because like the people he gets compared to, um, and the situations he gets compared to. I'm like, do you know how many classic like, like we won't even talk classic records, right? Talk about bricks. Kanye don't put up bricks. No. Like you might argue that Ye was a brick. Some people, may, I liked it. I like Ye. I'm like Kanye. Like you can point to artists who have two classic albums and some trash albums, some albums that you don't even want to listen to. Yeah. So like Kanye didn't put up any bricks. Not, he hasn't. He hasn't fallen off. Fifteen years he ain't put up bricks. I'm like, you don't think this dude earned a year for me to work his life out? Take your time, bro. I'm here yeah. for it. Like go go ahead. And being that famous encompasses a lot that a lot of people don't understand. And, you know, he's in the fame machine. You know, not only being who he is, but, you know, dealing in the family that he's in. And, like, they're the fam- they're the Kennedys. Yeah. They're, 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 they're the new Kennedys. Like, people got mad at him a few years ago when he said, like, me and Kim are more influential than Michelle and Barack. Uh, like, not influential. Like, more, like, I think he said influential. Yeah, he did. And I was like, all right, yeah, all right, look, okay. I'm like... We could argue about we that. We could argue. We, I don't. I I listen to a lot more Kanye music than Barack's. Speech. I, how <laughs> many how many bangers does Barack have? <laughs> Legit, he don't even have a I have a dream. No, like you know what I'm saying. Like where where the where the classics, and then like tell me when Michelle or Barack put something on, and the next week you walk out and every kid in the street is trying to emulate, emulate the it. exact mom- yeah. like I'm like so it might be stupid we might not want that to be the world we might not want to live in a world where these two pop stars or pop star and whatever she is uh, are more influential than the president of the United States but I mean I mean I feel like Elvis had the same thing yeah like this this is like I think we try to discount the influence that some of these people have. Yeah. And Kanye really he might have like you know, we talk about him like being mad about the awards that he doesn't win. Niggas won so many awards. So many. He's got so many Grammys that like people forget how many Grammys he got. Yeah. Like people forget how many awards he doesn't give away. Like he's given away more or, than he stepped on stage for. Yeah, and or or what artists have worked with him and won awards. Like the, you know, the, the people don't believe me when I said this. I told someone I said, without Kanye West, Jay Z wouldn't be who he is today. Fully agree with that. I think Jay Z's production, uh, like the songs that Ye's on, are some of his most classic songs. Mm-hmm. Like people are always like, no, Jay Z's better than him. I'm like, look, nope. I think uh, Jay Z is elevated by Kanye. Kanye isn't necessarily elevated, elevated by Jay Z. Some of your favorite Jay Z songs have to do with Kanye West, either mm-hmm. his production or him on it. But your favorite Kanye songs? No. Hovain on them shits? No. Nope, like, yeah, they all. are Kanye West songs. Yeah. And I'm like, that, yeah, one does not elevate the other. I mean, but the big brother. I'm like, nigga, that was a song. And I think 
Hove would be less corny right now if he still had Kanye yeah. around him. I still fuck with Hove. Like I like the last album. I, I I like I like Jay Z too, but I mean Jay Z's like he he. Ten years ago, I would have like fought you in the street to argue about why Jay Z's like the greatest of all time ever, and I still have a little bit of that energy. I mean, in he's me. he's on the Mount Rushmore. I feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's really high up there for me just because what he was able to not only accomplish as far as like lyrically like his flow is just crazy the way he was just like you know throughout the late nineties two thousands he was like ahead of everything and and when I tell people like you know a lot of people say well he he benefited a lot from Biggie's dying and Tupac dying but I mean for me you know you know you can benefit from it and you can give I can give you the ingredients to make a cake. But that doesn't mean it's going to be a good cake. And it does, like, you still might not know how to turn on the oven. Yeah. You might struggle. Yeah. So like, that's why what Elon Musk gave out all his, his uh, like, patents. Yeah. Like, to be like, listen, y'all can take all this. You, I can give you all this shit, but you. <laughs> You're not going to be able to do anything with yeah, it. Yeah, I can give you every formula there is in the world. It's yeah. all been out there. Yeah. That's why I hate when people, like, hate on Kim Kardashian. Or, like, all Kim Kardashian did was make a a, a sex tape. There's so many bitches and, that make yeah, sex I'm tapes. Like, all y'all got sex tapes. Let yeah. me look through your phone right now. You got a sex tape? Yeah. Like, no one gives a fuck. I'm like, there's. She, she struck a chord and it was marketed right, and they, they did they did what they needed to do. Yeah, like people, like I think we we really, we all, not we all, but like a decent amount of us, it's like it's a thing to try to make someone else's success look easy. Yeah, or like because if it was easy, everybody would do it. Every right, and it's like there there is a John to it. And so, like, now it's, like, I'll, I'll argue with, like, non-Kanye fans, which is something I really hate to do. Like, once yeah. once you tell me that you, like, I don't, I've never liked his music. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to you anyway. Like, yeah. you have, all right, fine. Why are you listening to him? Why are you listening to someone who's, mu- why Why do you care about what he says? If you don't like him. I, I'm on Twitter all day. And every time I see something, Ted Nugent says some wild racist shit. This other nigga says some wild racist shit. And I'll be like. Yeah, I've never listened to their music. I don't know what they... I don't care about what they do. So I don't care about what they have to say. Yeah. Could care less. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, like I'm here listening to everything that Kanye West has to say because I want to know when the next album drops. Yeah. So I care about... And, and the thing about when it drops, people going to listen to it. They're going to listen to they're it. They're going to wait for it. They, and people were mad when it didn't come out. All the people that were like, ah, can't, Kanye's canceled. What you mean the album's pushed back? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Though it wasn't even on your calendar, bro. Yeah, like, you... it's, I, I don't know. I feel like people just talk just to talk sometimes. And, and if you have a different opinion of what they they have, they think that you're you're crazy. But, I mean, I feel like everyone has an opinion, and everyone is entitled to their opinion, and you don't have to necessarily agree with it, but you have to be able to, to, be able to talk about it and like, all right, well, I, I, I just and, disagree. And I also think, I mean, one, besides, like, Giving me the motivation to even start this podcast. Yeah, um, I think uh, Kanye doing that, and like you can say is good or bad depending on where you are. But if you are about people being able to freely express themselves, I think Kanye doing this gave some black people that were like more conservative, mm-hmm. or even just had a different viewpoint, uh, a space to be like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because it was a time when, like, you thought you could walk up to all black people like, this nigga Kanye, right? And they'd be like, well, actually. <laughs> Which, I had two comics do that to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, because, you know, I was fucking with everybody. Like, oh, so how you, you ain't canceling Kanye, right? And one dude was like, 
I actually tend to lean more conservative. So, uh, yeah. you know, he's like, I don't like to talk about a lot of my stuff because it'll get me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever, but that's where you I'm can't at. Have a, you, can't, you can't go against a wave. And I, and, and I feel like a lot of us, as black people, we do this where if we're not the same, there's something wrong with us. And we're, we're, we're like, pretty good at that. Like, we're, we're, um, I like to say, like, the idea of, like, doing white shit yeah. is, I think it was started by, like, I think it, it serves, like, two effects, like, it, but both of them are to kind of hold us back. And like that, like no, don't do that. That's white shit. Yeah. That's to keep us from doing shit that yeah, they're doing. Exactly. Like they don't want exactly. us to be included yeah, in it. Yeah, and shit. then we, we like hold ourselves back and being like, yeah. nah, man, that's white shit. Don't do that yeah. shit. So it becomes this easy thing for us to all keep each other like in line. And like black people don't do that. Yeah. Black people don't do that. Exactly. Black people don't do that. Like nigga, we can do anything. We, like, can, we can do whatever we want to do. I mean, let's go jump out this plane right now. Yeah, Come on, yeah. fam. Let's go. <laughs> Um, Desert's got mushrooms. Let's I mean, do <laughs> and I, I get that a lot too from a lot of a lot of black people, and, and you know, just the definition of what blackness is, yeah, and how blackness is just one thing. And I feel like me going to historically black college when everyone was like, "Oh, you just went to a black college. It's just black people there." Blah, blah. But I said, if you just think there's just black people at a black college, you don't appreciate the the, the, diversity, many, the diversity of of black people, right? You know, and I, I'm being from Detroit. I mean, I grew up pretty black and 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 are surrounded by black people. And, but to go to a school in Florida and then meet some black people from Miami, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know there were black people in Miami that yeah. didn't speak Spanish. Right. They were just like regular black people from Miami. Like, yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. Until I, you know, I went and I experienced this experience and going to it. And and I, I just think that a lot of times people forget that, that there's... So many different just levels like of our mad, This mad dude, like, because, I mean, I'm from the suburbs. Yeah. And I knew other black kids in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, a project spot of suburbs. And, like, those were all the homies and shit, too. But, like, it took a minute for me to even understand why people that I would encounter outside of, like, that knew me, like, would assume that I was from, mm-hmm. like, the project. Like, because that was, like, a regular, there was, like, projects where we grew up. And then there was, like, suburbs and a bunch of black kids in the suburbs. Yeah. And uh, one thing we all used to talk about is how every time we met people, they would just go, oh, so where are you from, North Hills? And he's like, nah, man, we're from, we from right over here. Like, this, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. house right there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and it, it took me a while to understand that, like, people, because, and it's not just, like, you know, in this area, it was very specific and geographic. Yeah. Um, but I think that idea that, like, all they, like, we put it like, niggas don't read, niggas yeah. don't do this, yeah, we don't do this, yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't do this. Like, we limit not just ourselves, but how we are seen by yeah. other people. Exactly. Like, that our experience is so, like, limited and single. So I'm like, I, I was really happy that, like, anything that brings that out for me is, mm-hmm. like, really dope. Like, anything that just doesn't have us all having the same exact narrative, that we all come from the same place. Because I'm like, every black person I know not every, uh, but most, most of the black people I know are, like, from a different background, fucking brilliant, and, like, no matter where they came from, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, don't don't think, when I keep hearing all these uh, white women be like, vote, vote like a black woman, mm-hmm. I'm like, what does that even mean to you? Yeah, what does it mean? What do you think that means? Like, <laughs> yeah. tell me how we just vote. Just vote aimlessly and just vote left all the way? Yeah. You know? Not listening to anything. I, I mean, I get it. 
I get that where you come from, and I also get it the other way around, like me being from Detroit, and I meet other people from Detroit, and they'll they'll hear me talk or they'll hear me speaking, like, oh, are you grew up in the suburbs? I yeah. was like, no, I'm, I went to Detroit. I'm, right. <laughs> I'm from Detroit. I went to Detroit Public High School. Yeah. Like, you know, just because I complete sentences, and I'm not like, oh, yeah, boss up, what up, though, like, whatever. I mean, I, I, I my, my, my parents... Were, didn't have me around that environment, but you know, you you meet some of my cousins, you know, and like, oh. <laughs> you know, we still related. We all grew up in Detroit, and it's just a thing where I think people have this ideology of what what you're supposed to be and who you're supposed to be, where you're from, and like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I get that so much. I've gotten it so much. Yeah, you know, being being around places and you know people ask you from Detroit like are you really from Detroit Detroit because a lot of people white people uh who are from the metro Detroit area they'll say they're from Detroit yeah and they're like oh what part of Detroit oh I'm from uh, West Bloomfield like oh no so don't say that that's me you know say I'm from the suburbs of Detroit you know Um, I I mean if I'm in Philly if I'm in Philly and someone asks me where I'm from yeah I'll be like, I'm from Montgomery County, you know, by the Willow Grove Mall, like Dresher, right there. I went yeah, to Upper Dublin exactly. High School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I'm out here and someone's like, where are you from? I'm yeah. not going to be like, Montgomery County, you yeah. know, by the, it's yeah. about 30 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I used to drive in the city a lot. Most of my family's from there. Like, nah, I just say from Philly. And yeah. they ask where specifically. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, because I, you know, I asked and I'm like, oh, I know Philly a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, yeah, it's it's just it's just funny. It's real funny too, though. When I get like when I talk to like black people from Philly out here, I'm like, "Oh, you from Philly? Like me too?" And they're like, "Where are you? I'm like, where are you from?" And they're like, "I'm actually from like Ross." So I'm like, "Yeah, name me too. Like, where are you from?" And they're like, "I'm from right here." Like, where? No, Nick, where? Like, oh, this cool. I'm upper top, bro. We went, we neighbors, fam. Like, ah, oh. like, like, all right, it's cool. But like, we all like, I I feel like uh, I feel like uh, we uh, both of us and like I I find it's like a thing that we kind of do. Is like, uh, like, uh, kind of put this extra tough thing on it, like yeah. at the top, yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, I can let this down. Oh, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, we yeah, all yeah, cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. let's be comfortable then. Let's yeah. let's be comfortable, black people around yeah, each other. Let's try to just try to be comfortable. But, yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's that's um that's about time right yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, that was I I felt that one. That was good. That felt was good. good to yeah. me. Felt good to me. Uh, where can the people find you at? Uh, you can find me all across the board at Mateen Stewart. That's M A T. E-E-N-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. And also, you can find me every week at uh, Square One Silver Lake hosting the Loose, Can- Loose Change comedy show. Great show. Gary Curtis, um, Aston has been on it. Um, so, yeah, that's at Loose Change Comedy on Instagram. And and he's got merch. Yeah, and I got merch. I first got first guest to bring me merch, so <laughs> this is my favorite guest. Uh, this has been uh, this week of uh, FPRK Radio. Uh, like, share, listen, do all them things. And we'll catch you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Peace.